All right, you've likely heard by now of Bill C-10. This is the federal government's attempt to overhaul the Broadcasting Act. Yesterday on this program, James Turk from Ryerson Center for Free Expression said, quote, the government is thoroughly misleading Canadians. This is a bill that for the first time will attempt to regulate what you or I put up on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram, if you're interested in hearing that complete interview, it is available as a podcast. You can find it wherever you get your podcast. Just put in Alan Carter, A-L-A-N, Alan Carter, and that'll come right up. It's so interesting, that discussion about Bill C-10. But a lesser-known bill working its way through committee right now is Bill C-11. It is also in the midst of a parliamentary process. Now, Bill C-11 deals with consumer privacy, the Consumer Privacy Protection Act, and the Personal Information and Data Protection Tribunal Acts. Complicated, but it is important. Because this bill is problematic, too, according to Canada's Privacy Commissioner, who says that the federal legislation that updates the private sector privacy laws doesn't go nearly far enough to protect you and me from facial recognition technology and that it that this bill requires significant amendments. And the commissioner is particularly concerned about a company named Clearview, Clearview AI. You may have heard of this. Back in February, the commissioner reported that this facial recognition company, this company that has this artificial intelligence software, that the company had broken a number of Canadian laws by collecting images of Canadians. And that has not gone away. And basically what the commissioner is saying, that there's not enough teeth in this bill. It doesn't protect us against companies like Clearview. Vass Bednar is the executive director of the public policy program at McMaster University. He's been on the program before. I'm pleased to welcome her back. Vass, welcome. Hey, Alan. Thanks for having me back. All right. What's your top line on Bill C-11? Well, top line on Bill C-11 has always been that it's working really hard to kind of straddle these two tensions that are really at odds with each other, privacy and commercialization, right? We have this moment where we understand our, our data of all kinds, but especially our personal data um, in aggregate has value. Companies are competing not just on price anymore, but also on privacy and creating massive competitive advantages through data and information. So we're trying to we're trying to do two things at once with this bill. We're trying to improve privacy protections, improve informed consent, improve, you know, the ability to kind of access the data that a company has on you, et cetera, et cetera. And we're trying to find a balance with that protection, again, with commercialization, with when, when and how can companies use your data and information, because we want to facilitate innovation in the digital economy. Um, but a lot of people have pointed out critics that, again, as you said, the legislation doesn't quite go far enough and, and the ability of firms to commercialize data, to continue to commercialize data is kind of infringing on that consumer protection lens, I guess. In Bill C-11, there, I, I, if I understand it, please explain this to me, that, that the legislation would allow fines for companies like, for example, for Clearview AI, fines of up to $25 million or 5% of a firm's gross revenue. And, and that is seen as, not, as being woefully inadequate. Is that, is that the privacy commissioner's take? 
Yes, fines have always been tricky, right? Ultimately, fines as a public policy are intended to fundamentally have a deterrent effect, right? But what we're seeing with some of the largest uh, technology companies or data-driven companies is that the fines may not be powerful enough for them to change or revolutionize their business model, that the cost of compliance is, or not cost of non-compliance rather, is a little bit more worth it for them. Now, beyond the fines, there are major questions about our capacity to enforce legislation like this, right? There's a lot Canada can learn as we consider Bill C-11 from other major privacy legislative updates, right? The CCPA out of California, the GDPR in the EU, these are pioneering pieces of legislation that have certainly inspired us, but there's evidence that we've underinvested in the enforcement capacity of those bills, which makes the policy a failure, right? It doesn't matter. Say this legislation does become strengthened and people are, critics are satisfied. If we don't have the technological tools and the, the people power alongside meaningful fines, then the legislation is just going to sort of be something written on paper and it's, it's not going to have the teeth that we've endowed it with or endeavored to endow it with. Is that just part of being a sort of a middle power, small small fish? I mean, we're small potatoes in terms of our GDP and in terms of our size, and you know, and, and these multinational companies they can, you know, they can move anywhere. Is it just a factor that just we're just so small that, you know, we can't have the kind of impact we want in terms of our legislation? I think we can still have impact with our legislation. I think there's really that tension with innovation and the innovation economy, and now. You know, with the pandemic, I think we want to also innovate our way out of this and recover economic growth. And how 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 is that going to happen in Canada? Probably through data-driven firms that are commercializing insights. So attention for policymakers is how to facilitate responsible innovators in that regard to scale up and grow quickly so we, we can compete in in new ways on a global stage and also have more homegrown technology companies. To my mind, that's really the elephant, uh, the elephant in the uh, proverbial room, I guess, when it comes to this legislation, if we can actually find that balance. Just the fact that we, we can't find, we, it's tough to find a balance between innovation and privacy. I mean, that's yes. just the bottom line. Yes. I'm speaking with Vas Bednar, who's executive director at the Public Policy Program at McMaster University. Bring it home for just the, our listeners here, Vass. Mm -hmm. uh, people are, are, are concerned about their privacy. They're concerned about, you know, facial recognition and all of that. What's the average person to make of this, to make of the legislative changes? Is, it, is there something we can do as individuals? It, what, what's the takeaway? You know, one of the main takeaways I would say is that there's too much onus on the individual when it comes to guarding our privacy online, right? We download everything to the individual. Well, did you read the terms and conditions? Yeah. No, I just downloaded <laughs> this cool new app and oh, exactly. uh, all my friends had it and I had a referral code. So, you know, there's a stronger role for government to take in terms of, again, consumer protection and empowering individuals to own some of their data to be able to request it to be deleted to get a copy from businesses this is revolutionary for canada and that's going to be expensive for businesses um so i think as the bill continues to be considered as consumers we can speak up about what makes us uneasy but also remind legislators what we like about it because i don't want us to lose sight of all the good stuff that's in there
Yeah, because when 5G finally does arrive and, you know, and we have a new, you know, rollout of some new apps, we're going to want all the gizmos and gadgets and stuff. We're going to want that. I think we will, but we will want to know that these companies are held to account and we have robust accountability mechanisms so that they're responsible with the information that they're that we're providing them, frankly, and that they're leveraging in order to provide whatever that digital service or, or product is. Thank you, Vass. I really appreciate you coming on. I hope you come back again and help us sort through this very complicated and just fascinating stuff. I, th- I appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Bye. That is Vass Bednar, who is with McMaster University. When's the last time you actually read the terms of service on an app? When was the last time? Like, I, I think I clicked through one just the other day. It was like, oh, we're updated. I think it was a WhatsApp. That's what it was. WhatsApp kind of came through with this new thing. It was like, oh, here's our new privacy thing. You want to take a look at this? I'm like, nope. I don't, no, I don't want to look at that. <laughs> Moving right on. <laughs> oh, by the way, my home insurance and my car insurance came through. And would I like to read the fine print on that? Nope. <laughs> I mean, that's where we are as consumers, right? We're just like, no, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm outraged that the uh, fine print didn't, you know, that I didn't know that, that the app was collecting information on me, except for it's, it's all right there. And, and that's a good point that Bass makes it. It's sort of all on us. It's all on us to figure stuff out.